Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's August 24th, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. What's opening in theaters this weekend? The Happy Time Murders. When the puppet cast of an 80s children's TV show begin to get murdered one by one, a disgraced LAPD detective-turned-private-eye puppet takes on the case. Directed by Brian Henson, with a screenplay by Todd Berger. Stars Melissa McCarthy, Bill Beretta, Kevin Clash, Elizabeth Banks, Maya Rudolph, and Joel McHale. There are a total of 125 puppets in the film, with 40 specifically created for it. This one's not doing so well with the critics. 26% firmly rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. I gotta say, like, I kind of expected this after watching the trailer a while back. It, It just didn't look that funny to me. Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you should make a movie like this about puppets. It rubs me the wrong way. I mean, that one episode of Angel where they all get turned into puppets was super funny. I loved that one. Yeah. Um, I was hoping this would be like that, but then when I read it, you know, the synopsis, it kind of sounded like that. It reminded me of it. But when I watched the trailer, it was all going for, like, the most outrageous things possible, and it wasn't really funny. So... I don't know. Something I found interesting about this is that Kevin Clash is voicing one of the puppets. Yeah, that's, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. So as far as I can tell, that's the first thing he's done since his scandal a few mm-hmm. years back when he had to stop doing Elmo. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I thought his career was done. Me too. Interesting. Also out this week, Axel. Axel is a top-secret robotic dog who develops a special friendship with Miles and will go to any length to protect his new companion. Written and directed by Oliver Daly, based on his short film, Miles, starring Alex Nostater, Becky G, Alex McNichol, Dominic Reigns, and Thomas Jane. What's this rated? I mean, develops a special friendship with Miles and will go to any lengths to protect his new companion. Is this like a horror film? <laughs> is he like ripping apart bullies? No, it's PG. It? Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but it's got no tomato meter, so oh. huh, it's, it's not looking good for the wide releases this weekend. Yeah, I guess everybody's got to go see Crazy Rich Asians or one of the limited releases. Coming out this week in limited release, Searching, after a 16-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. This one's at 89%, so it might be pretty good. And that's got John Cho, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. He seems too young to have a 16-year-old daughter, but... No, I don't think so. What? No, I, I feel like I consider him, like, our age, and I know plenty of people our age that have teenagers. Sure. But still, I always think of him as the guy from American Pie or Harold and Kumar. Right, Harold. but Harold and Kumar is it's a really old movie. What was it, in the 90s? No, No. that was mid-2000s. Mid-2000s? Okay. But still. In a small town in England in 1959, Florence Green decides against polite but ruthless local opposition to open a bookshop. This one's at 62%. Why would there be opposition to a bookshop? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Okay. Any news? According to The Hollywood Reporter, a sequel to the box office hit Crazy Rich Asians is already in the works. 
Director John M. Chu will return as well as much of the cast. The sequel will be based on the second novel, China Rich Girlfriend, by Kevin Kwan. That was fast. It was fast. I think this and Black Panther really show that people were always interested in these kinds of stories, and it was only the studio system that prevented them from happening. Yeah, I never understand why the studio doesn't realize these things. Yeah, they all, think that they won't It's always sell. a surprise. It's always a <laughs> yeah. surprise when movies with women do so well. And it seems like it's a big revelation, but then they... And then they soon forget and yeah. stop doing it, and then they're surprised again. No, it, if a story's good, people will go see it. We should probably see this. Yes. According to ComingSoon.net, following a pilot order back in April, HBO has decided to move forward on bringing the adaptation of Tom Parada's best-selling novel, Mrs. Fletcher, to TV with a full series order starring Katherine Hahn. Mrs. Fletcher follows an empty nest mom, Eve Fletcher, and her college student son as they embrace their newfound freedom with mixed results. Eve, hoping to jumpstart her love life, adopts a sexy new persona and discovers that her world is full of unexpected erotic possibilities. The show is a dual coming-of-age story exploring the impact of internet porn and social media on intimate relationships. I wonder if they're going to change this one as much as they changed The Leftovers. Did you read this? Yeah. Oh, you did? Uh, Well, I listened to it. Does that count? It does not count. (laughs) It doesn't? No. I listened to it on Audible. Um, They're not a sponsor. (laughs) So, Mrs. Fletcher, when I saw the name, I wondered if it was, like, some sort of prequel series, The Murder She Wrote, but this decidedly (laughs) is not based on that description. I assumed that maybe it was a young... I mean, that's got to be rebooted sooner or later. (laughs) Right, yeah. And it probably, probably, uh, you know, you don't have too much more time with Angela Lansbury. So, a younger version, prequel series, that that might work. Did you like the book that you listened to i did like it it was good um but like the leftovers it was you know slow not action-packed i don't know if they'll they'll think they need to beef it up and make it more exciting but is there any big mystery that no okay no 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 this one is has no supernatural elements to it it's it's really just a except for why jessica fletcher is so young (laughs) in the 2000s. According to Variety, Veronica Mars may be returning to TV as a revival of the series is in talks at Hulu with Kristen Bell potentially returning as the lead character with original series creator Rob Thomas serving as writer. Should the project move forward, it would need to shoot around The Good Place in which Bell stars, meaning it would likely be a limited series consisting of 8 to 10 episodes. Talks of other cast members returning are still preliminary. Did they, they made a movie, right? I believe it was some sort of Kickstarter thing. Yeah, I remember more of that story when they were doing the Kickstarter than it actually coming out. It did come out, right? It did. I mean, we never watched the original series nor the movie. Mm-hmm. I remember at the time, people seemed to be saying it seemed like kind of a ripoff or inspired by the Chloe character in Smallville. Oh, really? But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if that was true or not, but they seemed to kind of think there were some similarities because she's like blonde and kind of a reporter in high school, but now they probably wouldn't want that 
comparison. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know if we'll bother going back and watching it, but I'm sure some people, fans, are excited about that possibility. Deadline reports that after an intense bidding war against multiple outlets, Apple has won the rights to Nathaniel Rich's story, Losing Earth, the decade we almost stopped climate change, that was published on August 1st in a special issue of the New York Times magazine. Apple is developing the article into a TV series. Losing Earth follows the story of a small group of American scientists, activists, and politicians who, between 1979 and 1989, tried to save the world from the ravages of climate change before it was too late. A lot of articles being turned into movies and TV shows. Yeah, I was going to say, with all these channels and all these, uh, this need for content, seems like a lot of articles. I mean, all you have to do is write an article and you have a TV series. Yeah. But still, could be interesting. Mm-hmm. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Natalie Portman is set to direct as well as star in a movie as twin sisters Esther and Pauline Friedman, better known as columnists Anne Landers and Dear Abby, who had a bitter professional rivalry. Katie Robbins, a producer on Showtime's The Affair, will pen the feature that will be produced by Peter Seraph and Danny Melia of Big Beach. So there's a there was a section of a book I read a few months ago which dealt a little bit with these two. I mean, I always forget that they were not just sisters, but twin sisters. Yeah, I don't really know anything about them. Deadline reports Paramount Pictures and Weed Road Pictures have set Patrick Osborne to develop Monument Valley, hoping to launch a live-action CG hybrid family franchise based on the Us 2 Games international mobile game phenomenon. The mobile game and its sequel take place in a surreal Escher-esque landscape where established laws of space and time do not apply. The film will send contemporary live-action characters into the game's extraordinary mind-bending world. Is this the game that was on uh, an episode of House of Cards that one of the characters got addicted to maybe i don't remember i've heard it's really addicting i didn't i've never played it but i've i've seen it and i didn't i didn't know there would be enough i thought it was more like puzzles and stuff i didn't realize it would have enough to make a film out of could be cool definitely looks like a very weird and creative universe in other items according to deadline danny boyle has left the 25th bond movie over creative differences the movie had been given a release date of november 8th 2019 and it's unclear whether it will still make that date i thought i had read just today that it's definitely not going to make that date Okay. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I heard a rumor that he clashed with um, the actor. Oh, really? Daniel Craig. Yeah. I Over thought casting I, I thought of the villain or something. More clashing with the producers or something. I, I, I don't I'm know. I'm not hugely surprised. It's really, it's just a rumor, though. I mean, it, it might not be credible. Um, but I guess I will be skipping another Bond movie. John Lithgow has been cast as Roger Ailes in the Fox News movie. That cast is shaping up pretty nicely it's got they've got nicole kidman and Charlize theron i'm big john lithgow fan i am too am i gonna hate him now no when i watch this it's gonna be hard to dislike john lithgow so i guess maybe you'll like roger ailes a little more i don't think so (laughs) michael pena has joined the cast of the live action dora the explorer movie as dora's father we just announced dora's mother the other day who was it really uh eva longoria oh okay 
It's really shaping up to be quite a movie. Yeah, I kind of want to see it. The CW has announced that the Arrowverse crossover event will take place three nights, December 9th, 10th, and 11th, on The Flash, Arrow, and ending on Supergirl. Superman will be making an appearance, and Lois Lane is currently being cast for her first appearance in the Arrowverse. The uh, actor who played Superman is reprising the role. Legends of Tomorrow are sitting out this year. Yeah, that's a little weird, but also I feel like Legends of Tomorrow always seem to have the least amount of story, even in their own, in the one that's actually in their series. Yeah. So, maybe not It's probably the least popular of the shows, right? Probably. Lauren Ambrose and Nell Tiger Free have been cast in M. Night Shyamalan's Apple series. I like Lauren Ambrose. You do. YouTube Premium will have 50 shows releasing in 2019, according to Luke Hyams, head of originals. That's a lot of shows. They're really taking that success of Cobra Kai and running with it. I mean, that's like almost twice as many shows that they've had over the last few years that it's already existed. Well, let's hope there's something good in there. Hans Zimmer will compose the music for Wonder Woman 1984. That's a big get. Yep. Chris Cooper has joined Tom Hanks in the Mr. Rogers film, You Are My Friend. The Top Gun sequel has added John Hamm, Ed Harris, and Lewis Pullman to its cast. Lena Dunham and Maya Hawke have joined the cast of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. Right, who we're going to see in um, Stranger Things uh, in the next season. According to Deadline, the Big Bang Theory is ending after the upcoming 12th season, despite recent remarks by CBS that it was in talks for more seasons of the long-running show. The Big Bang Theory will end up as the longest-running multi-camera series in television history with 279 episodes. That is a lot of episodes. And a lot of laughs. What's new to streaming this week? Netflix got the season one of Great News, Ask the Storybots season two, Trolls the Beat Goes On season three, Burt Crusher Secret Time, that's an original stand-up special, an original called Deadwind. Just months after a tragic loss, Detective Sophia Carpi investigates the murder of a woman with ties to a Helsinki construction company. Follow this, another original. Follow the reporters at BuzzFeed as they probe topics ranging from quirky internet crazes to safe injection spaces for opioid users. Ghoul, a newly minted military interrogator, arrives at a covert detention center to discover that some of the terrorists held there are not of this world. The After Party. When an aspiring rapper goes viral for all the wrong reasons, he thinks his career is over. But when his best friend gets them into a wild New York City after party, he gets one more chance to make the impossible happen. And finally, the innocence. When a teenage couple runs away to be together, the extraordinary gift they possess unleashes powerful forces intent on dividing them forever. None of those really sound very interesting to me. On Hulu, Hero Dreams of Sushi and Crime and Punishment, a Hulu documentary. Stars got Mike Birbiglia, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. We saw that. It was pretty funny. And Dear Dictator. 
So last week, we ran a poll. What's your favorite movie about wolves? And Teen Wolf won with 37%, but followed very closely by The Grey with 36%. Never Cry Wolf got 18%. That's not bad. I wasn't the only one who voted for it, I guess. Guess not. And White Fang got 9%. Oh, poor White Fang. Yeah. Did you vote for Never Cry Wolf just to be nice to me? I did not. Okay. So there's at least one other person who knows that movie and liked it. I'm fine with Teen Wolf winning. Yeah, me too. So this week, to coincide with the Happy Time murders, we're asking what's the best puppet Muppet movie? The Muppets, Labyrinth, The Dark Crystal, or Elmo in Grouchland. You shouldn't see Happy Time murders. You should probably watch all four of these because they're all really good. They are. I'd probably go with the Muppets. So. I, I actually cannot decide. All right. I'm, I'm so fond of of all of them. The Muppets, I think, has the best music, which I could still listen to. But the Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal are just so weird and interesting. And Elmo and Grouchland is just, you know, something that our kids just loved and watched like a thousand times. And it's got pretty good music too. Yep. And Mandy Patinkin. Yep. All right, so let us know. And it kind of delves a little more into the mythology of uh, the Grouches and Grouchland and Mm -hmm. answers a lot of the questions that you've had about them. (laughs) Right. So let us know what you think. Daily Show Pod on Twitter, and we'll talk about it next week. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off.